Sorry, boys, I got a case of uh, shit for brains today. <laughs> no worries, I, I have that every day. This is the AT Banter Podcast, a balanced and entertaining look at assistive technology, accessibility, and its importance in people's lives. Join Rob Minot, Ryan Fleury, and Steve Barclay as they banter with people around the world about anything and everything regarding assistive technology and the disability community. Now, on with the show. Hey, and welcome to another episode of AT Banter. Banter, banter. What happened to Rick's voice? Well, Rick, Rick talking to the microphone? I'm here. Okay, because, yeah, you, you couldn't hear the cowbell. That's happening. weird. It's like he's got some sort of volume leveling thing happening. I know. Bizarre. Connection. Didn't didn't Ryan sample the cowbell for you, though? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Okay, but I thought, so you, know, I thought you can drop in a cowbell whenever you want. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, oh, so it's all for it's all for not for me to find the cowbell and make sure it was here. Well, no, apparently it's, it's like concerts. Mm. It's always better live, you know, than having a, like a canned <laughs> sampling. Uh, uh. My name is Rob Minot, and joining me today via the magic of Zoom, Mr. Steve Barkley. I can confirm his name is Rob Minot. Uh, and uh, Mr. Rick Chant. Afternoon, folks. Representing North Vancouver. Uh, how are you gentlemen today? It's Friday. Me? Well, I can only speak for me. I am splendid. I've had worse days. Yeah, Precious seen, few, but I've, I've had them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anything uh, new and exciting going on this week for you guys? Or just more more quarantine fun? This past week or this coming week? This week. This past week. Uh, yeah, actually, I've been relatively busy. I think I've had a call every day. Really? I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. Yeah. So am I. Is, um, are people, like, weirded out at all by, or is it, um, do they just leave the, the device? No, well, I've got one client who just left her device hanging on the doorknob uh, for me to pick up, and, and that was the instruction to get it back, was to leave it hanging on the doorknob and ring the bell and right. run like hell. Um, but uh, by far and away, even the people I were I was at this morning, um, there I I mean the guy came out and actually put out his hand for me to shake. So you know Whoa. it's kind of like hmm, you're obviously taking this pretty seriously. Yeah, no. Different strokes. Yep. Let's hope not. But <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about this uh, whole virus thing this this podcast because we've done two two podcasts just yeah, that's sucking true. around the podcast so i was bound to determine this this go around we're uh, we're going to just tell jokes that's it that's we're right. going to tell yeah. jokes we're yeah. going to tell jokes oh, yeah actually i've got a i've got a joke for you rick i i prepared a joke for you because i need somebody to read it with a newfie accent because it's way more funny if somebody does it with a newfie accent oh i see my son let's see if we can do something with that then oh right. there we go um you know i will say what i will say is that i feel like uh there's a there's an opportunity for someone to become very rich because the first person who develops COVID-19 immunity and has any sort of hairdressing skills, they're just going to be able to print money because they're just going to be able to just go from home to home 
Yeah, this mop I got happening is is longer than it's been since I've been in the military, and yeah. that's a long time. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What are we gonna do? Like, what happens if this goes on six months? Like, this is gonna be ridiculous. I have to. I, we're all gonna have to figure out how to cut our own hair. Well, we'll just go to Georgia and have it cut. Oh no, we can't fly to Georgia. We can't fly. <laughs> yeah, we Georgia's can't open, fly. but we can't fly. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna be open for very long. Well, I've got, I've got right. a pair of clippers. I'm just going to put the number threes on it and get my daughter to give I, her hell. You know, I I considered that. I thought maybe yep. maybe it's time. Maybe just shave it and yep. just let it grow again. I mean, what the hell? Oh, you're you're going to have a lovely noggin, Rob. It'll look awesome. I don't know. Oh yeah. boy, here we go. No, <laughs> undecided. All right. Well, let's start okay, this so, craziness. So uh, so yeah. So I I uh, I decided when I. Uh, screwing around oh, yes. with this that uh, i was going to uh uh do a joke for every province that was my that was my goal to set out to do a joke for every province and uh, i discovered that apparently there is nothing funny about uh new brunswick <laughs> and there's nothing funny about i think i think it's manitoba I, i'll have to go and double check really i'm list. surprised at that yeah. i figured there'd be some some good winter farmer, related jokes about yeah manitoba. at least farmer related ones yeah, Wait, is, yeah, Winnipeg's in Manitoba, right? How can there possibly be no jokes about Winnipeg? Oh, I never thought to actually do a Winnipeg jokes I betcha, search. I bet you. I, I bet we can find some. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll give that a try. But let's let's yeah, start off with let, let's start off with the top ten reasons to live in British Columbia, Canada. Okay. Number ten, cannabis. <laughs> Number nine, there's always some sort of deforestation protest going on. Number eight, if a cop pulls you over, just offer them some of your hash. Number seven, you can throw a rock and hit three Starbucks locations. True. Number six. Yeah, if you're down on Robson, you can. Yeah. Number six, a university with a nude beach. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, too. Number five, your $400,000 Vancouver home is only five hours from downtown. Uh, number four, the local wine doesn't taste like malt vinegar. Number three, the local hero is a pot-smoking snowboarder. Number two, Vancouver, 1.5 million people and two bridges. And the number one reason to live in British Columbia, Canada, number one, weed. Right. There's a common common uh, thread to all those, isn't there? Indeed. So, Rick, you want to start us off with the, uh, the East Coast? Okay, sure. Here we go. So this is, uh, uh, it's called Osama Bin Laden and the Newfies. Um... So, Osama bin Laden was sitting in his cave wondering which country to invade when his telephone rang. Hello, Mr. Laden, said a heavily accented voice. This is our chief from down here under our seal pub in Badger's Cove, Newfoundland, my son. I am calling to tell you we're officially declaring war on you. Well, Archie, Osama replied, this is indeed important news. How big is your army? Right now, said Archie, after a moment's calculation, there's myself, my cousin Harold, my next door neighbor Mick, and the whole dark team from the pub. That makes eight. Osama paused. I must tell you, Archie, I have a million men in my army waiting to move on my command. Holy Jesus, said Archie. I'll have to call you back then, my son. Sure enough, the next day, Archie called again. Mr. Laden, the war is still on. We've managed to acquire some infantry equipment. What equipment would that be, Archie? Osama asked. Well, sirs, we have two combines, a bulldozer, and uh, Ari's farm tractor. Osama signed, sighed. I must tell you, Archie, that I have 16,000 tanks, 14,000 APCs, armored personnel carriers. 
Also, I've increased my army to one and a half million since we last spoke. Lord, thunder and Jesus, boy, said Archie. I'll be getting back to you. Sure enough, Archie rang the next day. Mr. Ladden, the war's still on. We've managed to get ourselves some airborne. We've up and modified an old uh, Harrigan's ultralight with a couple of shotguns in the cockpit by, and four buys from the Legion here have joined us as well. Osama was silent for a minute and then cleared his throat. I must tell you, Archie, that I have 10,000 bombers, 20,000 fighter planes, my military complex is surrounded by laser-guarded surface-to-air missile sites, and since we last spoke, I've increased my army to 2 million. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, says Archie. I'll have to call you back. Sure enough, Archie called the next day. Mr. Laden, I'm sorry to have to tell you we've had to call off this ear war. I'm so sorry to hear that, said Osama. Why the sudden change of heart? Well, sir, we sat ourselves down and had a long chat over a bunch of pints and come to realize that there's no goddamn way we can feed two million prisoners. Beauty. <laughs> we, Rob, you're going to add a laugh track, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Actually, yeah, that's a good idea. That's a, it's a better idea. <laughs> okay, wait. All right. I, I, I found a couple of Winnipeg jokes. You want to hear them? Did, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Hit, hit mid-country. Uh, oh, okay. Or wait, are we? do we want to do this in... Are we doing well, we can go east. It, it, does, it doesn't matter what order we okay, do. Okay, okay, okay. So matter. let's do a Jeff Foxworthy bit here where it's like, <laughs> you know you're from Winnipeg when? Or you may live in Winnipeg. Okay, so here we go. So if someone in a Home Depot store offers you assistance and they don't work there, you may live in Winnipeg. If you've worn shorts and a parka at the same time, you may live in Winnipeg. Uh-huh. If you measure distance in hours, you may live in Winnipeg. <laughs> or or beds in the road. British or beds in the road. <laughs> any, any Canada, pretty much. If you design your kid's Halloween costume to fit over a snowsuit, you may live in Winnipeg. No, you do live in Winnipeg for that one. <laughs> if you know all four seasons, which are almost winter, winter, still winter, and road construction, you may live in Winnipeg. Excellent. And if you have more miles on your snowblower than your car, say it with me. You may, you live, may live in, in Winnipeg. In Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I got for you about Winnipeg. That's enough. All righty. Well, I got Alberta. I got Alberta. Oh, this will be good. Yeah, okay. So, uh, so the three Italian nuns die and go to heaven. At the pearly gates, they're met by St. Peter. He says, Sisters, you all led such exemplary lives that the Lord is granting you six months to go back to earth and be anyone you wish to be. The first nun says, I want to be Sophia Loren, and poof, she's gone. The second one says, I want to be Madonna, and poof, she's gone. The third one says, I want to be Alberta Pippolini. St. Peter looks perplexed. Who, he asks? Alberta Pippolini requires, replies the nun. St. Peter shakes his head and says, I'm, I'm sorry, but that, that name just doesn't ring a bell. The knight then takes out a newspaper out of her habit and hands it to St. Peter. St. Peter reads the newspaper and starts laughing. He hands it back to her and says, no, sister, the paper says it was the Alberta pipeline that was laid by 1,400 men in six months. <laughs> <laughs> Alberta Pippolini. Okay. You're a terrible person. You know that. I know that. Yeah. Hey, you, you, you want to know where you find the worst pun in Alberta? Where? Calgary. <laughs> okay. I don't even know. I don't even understand this. Maybe Rick, this might make sense to you. New Brunswick, the only Atlantic province with zero personality. 
It's like the Manitoba of the East. Ooh. That's I guess, nasty. I guess, a, I guess that's a twofer. You had Manitoba yeah, you get to, and New you get Brunswick. get to diss two provinces at once, yeah. <laughs> yeah. New Brunswick is a province we all get stuck on when we're trying to list all the provinces. That's a good point. Hey, New Brunswick should rebrand itself as the hipster province because you've probably never heard of it. Ooh. Those are marginal at best, Rob. I know. Well, listen, we, apparently New Brunswick is either a great place to live so no one jokes about it, or it's so bad that nobody Nobody goes bothers. there, too. <laughs> so, uh, at a senior's home, there's four lovely women sitting around a table, and Michael comes over and starts chatting one of them up, and... Uh, a couple of times he does this over the coming week and the following weekend. Mary um, decides that it's time to invite Michael to go back to her room. And on the way back to their room, um, they, they, they get hot and heavy in the, in the elevator. And uh, as they're going through the door, she starts stripping off. And he says, hold on, Mary, I have to tell you, it's been a long time since I've done this, so you're, you're going to have to be patient with me. And she says, well, I have to, I have to tell you something as well. Um, she continues stripping off, and, and she says, you need to be easy with me because I've got acute, acute angina. And he reaches over and he turns up his hearing aid a little bit and he says, I hope so, because those are the ugliest boobs I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. This fellow's driving down the road. And as he's driving along, he sees this chicken running alongside his car. And he looks down at his speedometer and he's doing, he's doing like 45 miles an hour. I've heard this. And he looks over and, and, he, and he looks at this chicken and the chicken's got three legs. And it's just going. So he, uh, he speeds up a little bit, and the chicken keeps up with him. <laughs> he gets up to 55, which is the speed limit, and the chicken goes and passes him, runs across the road in front of him, and run, goes running up an alley. Well, he hammers on the brakes. He thought, holy crap, three-legged chicken going at that speed. What the hell is this about? So he backs up, and he turns up the alley. He goes up the alley a little ways, and there's a farmer standing there. So he stops, he gets out, he walks up to the farmer, he says, you know, this is going to sound really weird, but, you know, I was driving up the road and this three-legged chicken just blew past me and I was driving at 55 and he just came hauling up here. Did you see it? And he says, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, we've been uh, we've been raising uh, three-legged chickens for, for quite some time. He says, yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're pretty fast. He says, well, why, why on earth are you raising three-legged chickens? He says, well, let me ask you this. You ever, you ever eat chicken? He says, well, sure, I eat chicken. He says, well, do you like a drumstick? He says, well, sure, I like a drumstick. He says, well, you know, does your significant other partner like a drumstick? Well, yeah, yeah I suppose she does, yeah. He says, well, you ever have a guest over for dinner? He says, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Having an extra drumstick would be kind of handy. He says, what do, what do they taste like? He says, no idea. We never caught one. 
Okay. Okay. This this is a, uh, another twofer. Okay. So, a man from Quebec and a man from Newfoundland meet in the bar. One of them finds a lamp. He rubs it, and a genie comes out. And he grants the two of them one wish each. The guy from Quebec says, "I want a forty-foot wall around the entire province, so no one can get in." And the genie claps his fingers and says, "Here, done." The one from Newfoundland asks. Is your wall waterproof? Oh, yeah, response guy from Quebec. Fill her up. Hey, did you hear about the uh, the U.S. and Canada combining their space programs to send a spacecraft to the moon? I did not hear that. Yeah, they're calling it the Apollo G. Oh, that's funny. That's good. Why do Quebecers like to make love doggy style? <laughs> Why? So they can both watch the hockey game at the same time. Oh, God. That's probably happened, incidentally. Yeah. You hear about the guy who had a map of Canada tattooed on his ass? No. Every time he sits down, Quebec separates. <laughs> oh. Right. Now, get back, back to Newfies. There's so many Newfie jokes. It's, it's, it's like it's so easy to find Newfie jokes. It's uh, Newfoundland is clearly the butt of most Canadian jokes, and they probably take it because it's funny. Yeah, for all our American friends, (laughs) it's pretty much the Tennessee of Canada. I don't know that I would call it that. I don't know that I would go there. Really? Alabama? I don't know. No, no, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, but in, in the sense that it's the butt of a lot of jokes. Is Tennessee the butt of a lot of American jokes? I would, th- I think so. The South, yeah, I think I feel like the South is like, is is the easy mark for. Yeah, probably probably Florida. Well, moving forward, always... moving moving forward, it's going to be Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, probably. Yeah, well, you always see in the headlines, right? Florida man does that's, something incredibly stupid. That's yeah, true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so you maybe can, maybe any, that's better. Florida. Any given Florida. day, any given day of the week, you can Google Florida man and find something stupid. All right, I, I got another one. Okay. All right. So Newfie went out hunting one day in Ontario, and he bagged three ducks. He put them into the bed of his pickup truck, and he was about to drive home when he was confronted by a game warden who didn't like Newfies. The game warden ordered him to show him his hunting license. He pulled out a valid Ontario hunting license. Game warden looks at the license, then reached over and picked up one of the ducks, sniffed its ass, and said, This duck ain't from Ontario. This is a Quebec duck. You got a Quebec hunting license, boy? Newfie reached into his wallet and produced a Quebec hunting license. Game warden looked at it, then reached over and grabbed a second duck, sniffed its ass, and said, This ain't no Quebec duck. This duck's from Manitoba. You got a Manitoba license? The Newfie reached into his wallet and produced a Manitoba hunting license. Gordon then reached over, picked up the third duck, sniffed its ass, and said, this ain't no Manitoba duck, this here duck's from Nova Scotia. You got a Nova Scotia hunting license? Again, the Newfie reached into his wallet and brought out a Nova Scotia hunting license. Game Warden was extremely frustrated at this point and yelled at him, just where the hell are you from? The Nerfie turned around, bent over, dropped his pants, and said, you tell me, you're the expert. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's Uh, terrible. Man. That's awful. <laughs> Here, this is this is really deep. Nobody outside of BC or Alberta will get this one, but that's okay. How do you fit ten Calgarians into a Volkswagen? 
you tell them it's going to Vancouver. Ah. Or Newfie's going to uh, Fort Mac. Yeah, see, there you go. Two Swedes across the street from one another in a small town in Manitoba. Their names are Ollie and Sven. One morning, Sven's eating shreddies for breakfast and looks out the front window into Ollie's yard. Ollie has a sign out that says, boat for sale. Sven goes over to Ollie's house and says, hey, Ollie, what's this sign for? You don't, you don't own a boat. All you have here is a tractor and that pickup truck over there. Oh, yeah, says Ollie, and their boat for sale. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so husband goes on a business trip to Nunavut. He gets home, slams the door behind him. His wife comes running up to the door to see the commotion. She goes, oh, it's you. Welcome home, love. How was the trip? And he gives her a look of pure anger. Oh, how was the trip? How was the trip? I was made a bloody fool by you. His wife's taken aback. She can't think of what she could have done to get such a reaction. She says, what do you mean? He says, when I told you I had to go on business to Nunavut, you told me to wear the fox hat, he began. I figured because it was cold there, you were telling me to get a fox skin hat to keep my head warm. So I got one with the tail at the back and everything. I was the laughing stock everywhere I went, no thanks to you. His wife began to laugh hysterically, which only got him madder. You bleeding idiot, she said between bouts of laughter. When you said you were going to Nunavut, I said, where the fox that? Hey, do you know why Hamilton wasn't allowed to get a professional hockey team? Oh, oh, I know this one. Because if uh, they got one, then Toronto would want one too. Boom. Wow. That's like, yeah, that must be a common, that's a common joke. That's an old joke. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what do Toronto fans do after the Leafs win the Stanley Cup? They don't know because it's never happened. Well, that would work too. But this, the answer is turn off the Xbox. <laughs> oh that's better <laughs> what do the maple leaves and the titanic have in common they both look good until they hit the ice oh yeah okay two american tourists were driving through nova scotia as they were approaching shubenacadie they started arguing about the pronunciation of the town's name they argued back and forth until they stopped for lunch as they stood at the counter, one tourist asked the blonde employee, before we order, could you please settle an argument for us? Would you please pronounce where we are very slowly? The waitress leaned over the counter and says, Tim Hortons. Uh, hey, did I tell you about the one on uh, the, the one about road construction in New Brunswick? No. That's because I'm still working on it. <laughs> Two men are speeding through Saskatchewan when an RCMP officer pulls them over. The officer walks up to the driver's window and taps on it with his nightstick. The driver rolls down the window and smack, the officer clubs him on the head. This is Saskatchewan, boy. When you get pulled over here, you have your license and registration ready for me. Don't waste my time. The driver complies. A few minutes later, the officer walks up and hands the driver his paperwork as well as his ticket. He walks over to the passenger side, taps on the window, and the passenger rolls it down. Smack, he clubs the passenger on the head. What was that for? exclaims the passenger. I'm just making your wish come true, boy. What wish are you talking about? I know full well you're going to get five miles down the road, turn to your buddy and say, I wish he tried that shit on me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we hit Northwest Territories. We got the BC. We got Alberta. We got Manitoba. I think think that's it. Wait, oh yeah, we got, did we hit Toronto? 
If we if you, we hit Toronto, you, you, you you hit Toronto a bunch of times. Oh yeah, but remember the Leafs jokes? All, that was all hockey jokes. Actually, that's I want. We need we need to hit hit the you, province. You want a more generic Ontario? Well, joke? I feel like we owe it to them. <laughs> uh, and and honestly, I'm not a hockey fan, so I had no idea what I was really reading. So I was just like, I just thought they were funny. So I, I wasn't. We need yeah, we need something something more edgy. A farmer sneaks up on a shed and locks the door from the outside, trapping the two thieves inside. So he calls the Ontario Provincial Police and tells them he has two thieves locked in his shed and to come arrest them. The dispatch says they're really busy and they'll get there when they can. A half hour later, the farmer calls the OPP back and says, don't worry about the rush, I shot the two guys in my shed and hangs up. Ten minutes go by and three cruisers speed up the driveway. The farmer's standing by the, the shed. The farmer yells at them, they're over here, and unlocks the shed to see the two thieves alive with their hands up. I thought you said they shot them, one of the cops said. The farmer replies, I thought you said you were busy. Okay, here, okay, perfect. I got, I got, a, I got a good Toronto joke that might be a good cap. You ready? How many people yeah. from Toronto does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know. Just one. They think the world revolves around them. Oh, boom. Boom, boom. Toronto. Boom. Yeah, three three Toronto surgeons are playing golf together and discussing the surgeries that they perform. One of them said, I am the best surgeon in Ontario. In my favorite case, a concert pianist lost seven fingers in an accident. I reattached them, and eight months later, he performed a private concert for the Queen of England. Second surgeon said, that's nothing. He says, young man lost an arm and both legs in an accident. I reattached them, and two years later, he won a gold medal in track and field events in the Olympics. The thir third surgeon said, you guys are amateurs. Several years ago, a man was high on cocaine and marijuana, and he rode a horse head-on into a train traveling at 80 miles an hour. All I had left to work with the, was the man's blonde hair and the horse's ass. I was able to put them together. Now he's running for president of the United States. <laughs> a bush pilot drops Bob and Ted, two moose hunters, at a remote lake in northern Ontario. He tells him he'll be back in a week and warns him that his plane won't be able to take off with more than one moose. The next day he returns, but sure, or the next week he returns. But sure enough, the hunters have bagged two moose. The pilot tells him there's no way he can take off with two moose. Ted says, I don't know, the, the pilot last year took off with two, two moose, to which Bob adds, yeah, but maybe he wasn't a total pussy. <laughs> Not wanting to be outdone, the pilot loads up everything and they start to move down the lake. Plane's gathering speed, but the pines on the shore are rapidly approaching. Finally, the plane gets airborne, but one clip, one wing clips the top of a tree. The plane spins, crashes into the trees, and breaks apart. Sometime later, Ted regains consciousness and begins searching for his buddy. He finds him and he wakes him up. And Bob asks, "Do you have any idea where we are?" Ted replies, "I think about two hundred yards further than last year." <laughs> Anufi goes to northern Ontario to work in a logging camp. This first day, the foreman gives him a chainsaw and sends him out to cut trees. He comes back at the end of the shift, and the foreman asks him how it went. Geez, that was hard work, but I did cut down two trees. The foreman says, that's not very many. You probably just need practice. You'll do better tomorrow. Next day, at the end of the shift, the Anufi says, better this time. I got five trees, but by Jesus, I'm pretty sore from to work. foreman shakes his head. You got to do better. Most of these men are cutting 25 to 30 trees a day. The Newfie promises to try harder tomorrow. At the end of the third day, the Newfie comes back in and says, Boss, I'm going to quit. Today, I cut down 20 trees, by God, and my body's killing me from all the work. The foreman says, oh, maybe there's something wrong with your saw. Let me give it a try. 
takes a saw, jerks on the starter rope, and the saw jumps to life. And Goofy says, hey, what's that noise? <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, well, listen. We have gone across the country. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think that there's a province we haven't insulted. We've probably confused many of our American listeners with inside Canadian jokes that they you're, won't get. You're right. We should, we should do American jokes. All right. Let's, let's throw them a few before we... We put a cap on this episode. Uh, yeah. Let's see. <clears throat> oh, what's the difference between the U.S. and a yogurt? Mm, what? If you leave a yogurt alone for 300 years, it develops a culture. <laughs> Damn. Well, all right. I think that is about enough of us polluting the, the bandwidth of the Internet with our terrible jokes. What do you think? A poodle and a collie are walking together when the poodle suddenly unloads on his friend. My life's a mess. My owner's mean. My girlfriend ran away with a schnauzer and I'm jittery as a cat. Collie says, why don't you go see a psychiatrist? I can't, says the poodle. I'm not allowed on the couch. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. That is a good one to end on. Hey, Steve. Hey, Rob. Uh, where can people find us? Well, people can find us at uh, atbanter.com. They certainly can. Uh, they can also drop us an email if they so desire at cowbell eh. at atbanter.com. And in fact, yeah. you look, if you have any better jokes than we gave you, you know what? We'll read them. Yeah, it's Throughout. almost certainly the case that you will have better jokes than we did. Throughout the course of the, all this, this is what we guarantee you, dear listener, no matter what we're talking about, you send us a joke, we'll read it on the air. Uh, where else can they find us, Steve? Well, let me see. They can find us on them social medias. We've got a presence on Facebook. We've got a presence on Twitter and on Instagram. That is correct. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed this week's nonsense. Um, like I said, next show, we will be doing something fairly normal. For once uh since all this madness started um but we thank you for sticking through it with us and uh we will see everybody next week this podcast has been brought to you by canadian assistive technology providing low vision and blindness solutions across canada find us online at www.canastech.com that's C-A-N-A-S-S-T-E-C-H dot com. Or call us toll free at 1-844-795-8324. For all your assistive technology servicing needs, call Chaos Technical Services at 778-847-6840 or find them online at chaostechnicalservices.com. Whoa, look at that. Master of the one take.